0: up everybody welcome into another edition of the sean salisbury show right here on the believe network i'm adam Sager. he is sean salisbury We've got a ton of football to talk about including some quarterbacks controversies a quarterback being replaced uh and supposedly for the entire rest of the season um college football uh, we could have some chaos that i think you know we could talk about a little bit as we get into still plenty of time left for teams to lose but as always as we start, we're brought to you by Bet Online.
1: Yeah, and it's hoop season. Bet, uh, basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always uh, find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends on Bet at and on Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free con- uh, contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether it's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with first deposit. Make sure to use promo code Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Believe to receive your uh, to receive your rewards. And remember, BetOnline is where the game starts. Grateful to have them available. Uh, as our sponsor and with us and grateful to have this show sponsored by them. Segs.
0: Well, if you were betting on amount of passes thrown by Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi last night, um, if you're going for the over for Mac Jones, uh, you probably lost because the Patriots just got their doors blown off by the bears and um, give credit where credit was due. Luke Getzey and Justin Fields had a great game plan and Justin Fields played the best game We've seen him play in two years. I mean, he Not was great. Uh, they, they dialed up quarterback runs, which gave the Patriots fits. And, and Fields is just great with his eyes and he can get, you know, gets into open field. He makes plays inside the pocket where you're like, you don't know how he got out of. But then you go to the other side. Mac Jones starts, plays two or three series. I can't remember. Gets pulled, which was supposedly part of the plan. But then Bailey Zappi just plays the rest of the game. Zappi comes in on fire. You know, they score the touchdown. They're moving the ball all over. Then the interception happens. And then it just kind of all goes downhill there for the Patriots. And the Bears just destroyed them last night on Monday Night Football.
1: Yeah. I, for both teams, Fields, when Fields eyes the next level to his game, one is getting him weapons. Yes. But when his eyes going through his progressions in the pass game, match his eyes when he's eluding people and seeing people on the run, he's gonna be really, really good. Um, they had a good game plan. There's another level and that is progressions that are gonna take time with players when he trusts more receivers that he doesn't have to make every play. That's for Chicago, but he was at his best last night. On the other side, I had a big problem going into this season with and I rarely do with Belichick's staff or teams. I thought that it was somebody that they were reaching and gathering. I thought they were Disorganized when it came to offensive football going into the season, losing Josh McDaniels, not knowing if it was Joe Judge or Matt Patricia. Now maybe they knew in house, but it sure seemed that they didn't have a plan and that they put the plan in place. Almost felt like grab bagging to me. Joe Judge has never called plays; they gave it to Matt Patricia or Co. and and he's been a head coach both of them, but defensive side and play caller, special teams guy. Neither one of them called plays, and it shows. This team is uh, offensively, I'm talking about Mac Jones, somehow, some way. I, I don't know if the injury or if he's lost his way because second system in two years, but they look confused and indecisive with him and, and the next level that we thought he'd take after being the best rookie quarterback last year. I told you, I mean, I, I'd said that, that while his job, I think it's still his. Be careful because Bill's not afraid to make that change. If he thinks somebody gives him a better chance to win. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I don't see as much Mac Jones energy as I'm used to, and Zappy brings it. But I think this team's confused offensively anyway, and they don't have a lot of weapons themselves. Uh, I don't know. You're going to see them both throughout the season, whether Bill wants to admit it or not. I don't think they believe Mac Jones right now. If they, I don't know if they believe it. I don't know if they know whether or not Mac Jones was the guy they thought he was going to be after last year, at least the first ten games. And Bailey Zappi brings energy but they got a long way to go on that team to be back where they were. They have minimal weapons. It was a game of lack of weapons on the offense, and the best quarterback last night won the game.
0: Yeah, for sure, and, and Justin Fields is now 3-0 and against his 2021 classmates and Trey Lance in week one. Uh, then he beat Davis Mills, I believe that was week four or five, and now he beat Mac Jones, who was the starter, um, but Bailey Zappi played most of the game. What would you do going forward if you're the Patriots? If you're the decision maker, if you're Bill Belichick, what would you do with the two quarterbacks?
1: Let Mac Jones play his way out of the decision. I mean, out of the job or play his way into it. I would say I'm going to live with it. We're not, I don't believe we're a playoff team and I can't imagine they think they are. Um, Zappi's not going anywhere. They're both under rookie contracts. Obviously, Mac Jones won extra year because he's a first rounder but I think he's probably earned the right to play his way out of it after some injury. Not, not, not that you get to keep your job due to injury, but banged up and zappy playing the last couple of weeks to let me see if the guy I had last year for 10 games, uh, you know, however many he started, and he tailed off at the end of the year, but he was solid for the most part and in mm-hmm. processes information. Let me see if he's taken a step back fully or if he's adjusting with the new coaching staff and with the new way they're doing things. I think he's earned that right to at least Let's see as they elevate. But I can tell you this. My leash isn't long, Sags. I in, in this league now, uh, there are some people who fell in love with Mac Jones, and there's some who thinks he's limited. And he is limited with his movement, but he's a smart guy and throws the ball um, on time and with pretty good accuracy. But I, I, the, the offense also has to expand what they do. They can't – and it was even part of the time last year they did not – They did not expand themselves like you saw Mac Jones do with Sarkeesian as a coordinator at Alabama. Yes. Now they had better weapons at Alabama, but I think that Mac Jones deserves the right to be the quarterback. Now, when I say deserves it, I think he's earned it. Mm -hmm. Zappi's been good, just like Cooper Rush, came in and did a nice job. But Dak Prescott's the quarterback, and I'm not comparing Jones to Prescott. But I think that they, they put a body of work in that says, let me play through these things while the offensive staff is still learning. And then if he craps the bed and urinates down his leg, make a switch. I'm not beholden to a guy just because he was a first round pick, although some may be, but I think that it's Zappy comes off the bench. he's proven that he can gain trust with him in his in his short career so far, but Mac Jones should be the starter right now until he proves to me otherwise
0: yeah it it's just one of these things where in all facets of society, everything's got to be done right now, you know if you're going to be a good quarterback, it's got to be right now. It doesn't matter. Yep. We don't even look at any of the uh, outstanding circumstances. It's just, you, you got to be good. It doesn't matter. You know, we don't care if you're running with one wide receiver. Yeah. R- yeah the guys cannot grow anymore in the game, but now let's look at two teams where there is no growing for the quarterback. There are two veterans, two of the best that have ever played in this game and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. What team are you more disappointed in the Packers lose to the commanders 23, 21, and then the Bucks lose to the Panthers, twenty-one-three, right after they trade Christian McCaffrey. What the hell yeah, is going on with these
1: two teams? Yeah, make no mistake, they're, they're both extremely disappointing. I mean, we both had them, and I think most people have Super Bowl contenders at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season. Right now, I'm right now they may make the playoffs, but it's going to be by default unless they completely change their mo because their offenses are putrid, man. They're a hard watch. It looks to me like Green Bay feels so it feels like they're in training camp it, it does to me it really does that they're well is this guy can he play and what about him here and the protection everything's just i haven't seen him in sync for four quarters yet offensively they may i know they've won games i'm talking about where it looks like the green bay packers with aaron right. Rodgers. the other side the buccaneers look slow to me they look slow on the perimeter they look slow getting to the hole i'm talking about offensively defensively yeah. they're going to run around they're still good Brady Brady still has a fastball and all that, but it, it's just it, – it's constant. If you watch both of them, the frustration mounts quicker. There's zero – neither quarterback has any patience with anything right. right now. And I get it. When you've been in the league this long, you're like, expect more. I I, I wouldn't bet either one of them as a Super Bowl team. Now, the only thing that keeps you holding on is those two. I mean, their defenses are both pretty good. Obviously, Buccaneers, I think, is a better defense. But – They'll fly around. You expect that at some point, four guys, four games in a row, they got to get on a roll with these quarterbacks. But maybe we're in one of those seasons that they don't. The Buccaneers are going to win the division by default, whether they play well or not. That division's sorry. Awful. And the the, the the other than the Packers, that division there, there's some teams that'll be competitive. But I mean, other than the Vikings, but the Packers, the Packers don't look like a playoff team to me no. right now. Honest to God, they don't. And I won't be shocked if they don't make it. But in the NFC, you win nine games, you're probably in. So they, but they got to get on a roll. So the Buccaneers look slow offensively, and Tampa—I mean, and Green Bay looks disinterested, dismantled, like not on the same page from the sideline to the quarterback, the quarterback to the receiver. They just look like a. It sounds so cheesy. They're trying to find themselves, but they look nothing like the Green Bay Packers I'm used to seeing. Even when they change personnel, they've always been able to get going. I'm not real fond of either one of them right now i put it this way. I'd bet anything that neither one of them sniff went in a Super Bowl this year, and that's a bummer because I think one's going to stay and one's probably going to retire, and that retirement would probably be Tom Brady. But they both have earned the right by me to say i got to respect them because they can get hot, and when they're back, we saw it. Tampa Bay's been kicked in the teeth before, and the year they won the Super Bowl, they were floundering around for a minute but a little more explosive. I just don't like the fact that they just don't put the ball in the end zone. Right. They, they they don't score, and that's not like them. Even in losing, they scored. Uh, it's a bad watch right now. I don't think either team's a contender. They're both pretenders as far as Super Bowl goes right now.
0: Yeah, I think if you're looking at both teams, if there's one team you think that can take that turn and become a Super Bowl contender, it is the Bucks because their defense is good, Tom Brady, but they also have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones. They have veteran guys that I think – you know what? They can kind of get together and be like, "All right, guys, we've done this before. We know where how much talent we have. We know that, yeah, maybe the offensive line isn't what we're used to, but we could start making plays." Whereas the Green Bay Packers, I don't think Aaron Rodgers. You mentioned Justin Fields doesn't have anybody really outside of Darnell Mooney that he trusts throwing the football yep. to. I don't think Aaron Rodgers trusts anybody unless it's the running back, Aaron Lazar, Jones, right. throwing to. Yeah, and Lazard a little bit, but. Hell, I think he had three drops the other day. And oh, and yeah. these, these rookies have come in. Christian Watson, who everybody loved, including me, in the draft process, he can't see the field because because of a hamstring. And then Romeo Dobbs, the other kid, he drops a little too many as well. So there's just both these teams are very frustrating to watch right now. And, yep. well, I mean, I shouldn't say for me because I'm a Bears fan, so fuck the Packers.
1: Right. But Right, right. things <laughs> with that. They're going to Buffalo this week. Yep, the Packers are now. Aaron Rodgers. I'm not even sure Aaron believes this. Okay, says this might be you know really good for us. Nobody's giving us a chance. We're going to Buffalo. Blah blah blah. Now I would normally agree with him on that, but the problem is I'm not sure they have a chance. That that right. that's the difference. I I don't know how much they can score, and I don't know how they're going to get off the field. On, on defense, in truth. Now it is Rodgers, and he's he got hero all written all over him he's got those ones but he can be here but I just don't know how they're going to get enough guys in position to beat the 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 Buffalo Bills there is a big long gap a big thick one between the Chiefs the Eagles the Bills and and everybody the next level there really just is and the next level is pretty Cowboys Giants Vikings I, I get but Right now, if you said Sean, you get two teams, one in the NFC and one in the AFC and then or the field, I'll take a one team in the AFC and one in the NFC. I'll take the Eagles and the Bills. I'll give you the field. And that means even giving you Kansas City, who dismantled and kicked the San Francisco 49ers ass.
0: Yeah, that's what that was next up on my list. That you know, Christian McCaffrey's debut, and you know, he averaged over six yards per touch, and I thought he played really well in his limited time because still learning everything there. But Great. the Niners, that defense—you know—we talk about how this is—they're—they're they're good on all levels, and they just had no answer. I mean, how many times are you going to let McCole Hardman take the ball around the end? It, it, it's just—it's—it's it's putrid coaching. They, they gave up almost six hundred yards. Yeah, that's not what they're yards. supposed to be under. Um. Oh, now I'm going to forget the who's D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah, D'Amico, D'Amico, D'Amico Rats. Yep. Like, it's just, that was a game I'm watching. I'm like, holy cow. And that just shows you Kansas city can flip that switch. Cause they weren't playing great early. They flipped that sure switch were. even without Tyreek Hill. And it's just Patrick Mahomes can do what he wants. And that's why we look at it. And we just said, they're one of three teams that are head and shoulders better than everybody else.
1: And it goes back to what you said, Sags about the nonsense, how we put on quarterbacks. Right. Mahomes Mahomes is a great example. He's to blame. (laughs) I don't, I I mean, it's a compliment. He he really is. Yeah. He's the, he's the reason he plays at such a high level all the time. We're like, Oh, everybody's supposed to do that. It's like, no, one dude's an alien and the rest of you cats are just, I mean, are just kind of normal other than the Josh Allen's of the world. So when you're an alien, we don't, we expect everybody now to be an alien. And unfortunately the other quarterbacks are actually on par to doing what they're supposed to struggle and give you some good times, right? Hell look at Josh
0: Allen. People wanted to give up on him
1: after two years, after getting right, they did. That's exactly right. And and I know that they didn't right. Right. And I know
0: that doesn't happen often where they turn into like the best player in the league, but they could still turn into very good quarterbacks that can win you Super Bowls. That's what people don't understand when it comes to Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and all these guys. Now I will say watching Zach Wilson, is like watching someone with their hair on fire just run around because he whereas you know i i keep going back to justin fields because i watch a lot of him he seems calm and he knows what he's doing when he's moving out of the pocket and taking off running zach i mean zach wilson reminds me of like johnny manziel in college where he just ran around and tried to make a play but in the nfl you can't do that with
1: more skills with more skills yeah agreed Sags, i i Listen, I know we're we're so intrigued with his potential, and I get it. And the Jets are getting better. Yeah, as long they're as, winning games. You know, he, despite him. he'll yank, he'll yank one into the ground. He'll be falling off balance and throw one across by like why? And then he'll make a throw. You're like, oh, okay, I get yeah. it. <laughs> Guy's really talented. I get it. But I'm with you. <laughs> Put it this way, and I and listen, I'm rude for Zach Wilson. I've been fortunate to spend some time mm-hmm. in BYU's Fieldhouse with him. So I, I'm rude for him, and I hope he, you know, hope he does well. But the inconsistencies are a tad bit alarming, right? With hit a guy here on a throw you shouldn't make, and then little yank it into the ground on a sh- throw that you should make. Right, right. Stegs, you know what he'd be perfect for? Picture you and I were at a having like a a beer at a keg at a frat party, and we just like, okay, let's get eleven on eleven. Let's go yep. grab a ball. Zach, you're our quarterback. Backyard like, football. Oh, yep. oh, dude, he would be the fraternity league MVP yep. because they say here's his play get open Mm -hmm. drop that that, that's how I see him right yeah and he's throwing doing all kinds of shit that pull yanking it out of his ass and making throws unfortunately that works once in a while in the NFL you got to make the easy plays and I know Sal is probably gonna his head's gonna explode at times and so is soon Michael LaFleur but he's so gifted you hang on right but it's 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 a bit annoying but I can just tell you this, when you got the, the the Allens and the Mahomes, they've blown it for a lot of these young quarterbacks that we are impatient with because a lot of them are like, okay, Lawrence is struggling at times and yep. playing good at times. It's what you're supposed to do. But, yeah, and, and so much for San Francisco's, oh, man, this defense so good. Mahomes made them look like they were a lower third defense. Yeah, I mean, it was sick. So I I don't know what to think other than McCaffrey needs to touch. Between Debo and McCaffrey on the 49ers, segs. They got to have forty targets or touches combined a game. They yes. they do. They 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 have sixty-five plays and they get Kittle his eight or nine. Mix in Ayuk. Yep. They need and I'm talking about from the backfield screens. I don't care. I don't need Kyle to show me. Well, Christian sits out while Debo's in the game. No, 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 no. You put them both in and you dial up. You better be working in the lab about eight or ten different formations this week and a whole bunch of different ways to deploy those guys. And they better damn well be on the field the whole time because Garoppolo needs help. He yes. sure as hell does, and he's he going to need more does. of it. So we'll see what happens. I still think the 49ers win that division six because they're the most talented team.
0: Yeah, and, and it's just – I don't want to say it's easy because it's not easy. It takes a lot of time and preparation and everything. But when you look at the Niners, when you have Debo, McCaffrey, uh, Ayuk, and Danny Gray – as guys that can catch the ball and then Kittle at tight end. It's like those, that group should be on the field, in my opinion, 80 to 85% of the time. And then you sprinkle in guys. Yes. Right. Yes. All of them at once. once. Right. Right. Yes. And if you want to sprinkle in Jeff Wilson now, or Elijah Mitchell, when he comes back, some of the other receivers they got fine, but that core group right there, because gray is their deep threat. Debo works underneath along. Kittle can pretty much do it all. He's blocking. You can get down the seam. He can do underneath. He's just maybe the best tight end in football and they're just so talented. But when you have Jimmy G, you have to set it up for him perfectly. And that's what we all expect Kyle Shanahan to do.
1: And he'll be better when it's set up for him like that. He needs great players around him. And when McGlinch, Trent Williams and McGlinchey back on the field, it starts Mm -hmm. to come together. It says one last thing about that. Just by having those guys on the field at the same time, and including Debo and McCaffrey, that if you're a defense, even if they don't touch it, you have to defend it. Right. You have to defend jet sweep fake to Debo inside zone to McCaffrey. You have to defend flexing them both out or your empty backfield. And both of them are in different slots. And if you decide to in and out one, you can't do the other. And oh, by the way, Kittle's pretty friggin' good. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I, I just and and if listen, if Jimmy can't make this, if Jimmy and Kyle can't make this work, Segs, it's, then, it's then, not gonna then, work. You know what? The, 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 then their ceiling has already been hit by and, yep. and smashed, and they can't break through it. One stat for you, Sags. I know you pay attention to all this, and I'm not. You and I are stat guys to a point, right? I like yeah, certain to a point. And, yep. And to a point, but I'm not going to live with all the. You know, in baseball, war, I know it's a big stat. Listen, the backup's supposed to be worse than the starter, so wins yes. above replacement. We could do right. it for football, too. Do you know that Kyle Shanahan, sakes and the 49ers, since he's the head coach, mm-hmm. now this is going to blow your friggin' mind because I knew they struggled, but I didn't know it was like this. When they are down three points or more in the fourth quarter, okay, to start the fourth quarter,
0: right heading in okay. 1
1: 1 and 30 Ooh. 1 and 30 holy when cow. they start the fourth quarter with a lead that's three points or a deficit that's three points or more when they're down a friggin field goal or more they are 1 and 30 now so i guess the biggest guarantee in football is if you got a field goal lead against the 49ers their ass Good. can't beat you. Right. So they better front run their ass off the rest of the year and the rest of Kyle Shanahan's career. Cause stakes certainly if, if you said they were one in four, I'd say, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: And just there's certainly, you know,
1: like a guy struck out eight times in a row, but he hits three 10. I'd say, okay, he'll come out of it. When that happens, that ain't, that's a friggin' trend. Yeah. That's cut into your Big DNA. Time. And that's a, that, that, that there's a problem. And you think about the players they have and one in thirty three points or more. It didn't say ten points or more Segs. Three. Yeah. One and thirty. Awful, awful stat. That's got to change. The 49ers will be watching in January and February again.
0: But that's just, you know, that it it that's what when you think of Kyle Shanahan, that's what you think. Struggles at the end of games, struggles to put teams away, struggles to come back. Like that it's just that's been Kyle Shanahan's mo, and he's such a good coach that you know yeah, that's smart. not what you want to be the first thing you think of. But when you look maybe they get too cute, right,
1: Sags? Yes, exactly. Too cute. You start to think, do they? Because I know he's X's and O smart. Hell, he's been around it forever, and he's a brilliant play mind caller in formations. But even in Atlanta, like you were about to say, as a quarter, mm-hmm. it, it, well, I, I don't know if yeah. that's as the coordinator, twenty-eight yes, to the, three, the late. Super Bowl. Yeah. So it, it's this has been a trend for him for a brilliant coach. Something's got to change. Sags, and I don't know if it's too cute or they choke it up, but remember teams take on the personality of the head coach and they're not good at the end of games. They're just not.
0: Yep. And same can be said the exact same thing can be said about Jimmy Garoppolo. Just, he has not been good enough at the end of games. Let's go to right. uh, Kyle Shanahan's previous quarterback, Matt Ryan goes to the Colts this year and everybody, you know, I saw a couple headlines of people doing the old takes exposed of, Oh, Matt Ryan, best move of the offseason. Colts make the best move. Well, here he is. He gets injured, knocked out. And then here comes Frank Reich after the game being like, he's done. Like, he's not going to be our quarterback. It's Sam Ellinger, and it's going to be Sam Ellinger the rest of the season as long as he's healthy. That's what Frank Reich says. What the hell do you say to that? Because you you spent the capital to go get Matt Ryan. You're spending the money. And now here we are week seven, and Frank Reich saying he's done with him.
1: Sags, it's so weird, and I'm on every week with Dockage, right? Mm-hmm. And even yesterday, we were on on Monday, and at that point in time, we didn't know.
0: Right, that you came know, out later, when, when, yes. when, when, yep.
1: Right, right, because I was on at noon. It was later in the afternoon. Yep, yep. No, noon my time, 1 o'clock Eastern, and didn't know we were talking about Matt Ryan. I said, listen, he's been really good in the fourth quarter of games this year. That's about the only time they've been good. Mm-hmm. Lays the ball on the ground. I think he's got nine touchdowns, nine picks. So now the the the, the yards, he's... <laughs> He's over a lot of yards. Why? Because they're throwing 45 and 58 times a game. And, but been a turnover machine. And I said, listen, he's going to throw for a lot of yards and that's fine. But if you get him off his spot by six inches, he's done. He cannot, he can't move a lick. Tom Brady, look, Tom Brady, he makes Tom Brady look like Lamar Jackson. You know what I'm saying? So it's bad. Now, I didn't think this was happening because Ellinger hasn't started a game. We know what he brings. Now, watch this game plan completely change, Sig. Jonathan Taylor, 10 more carries was all on Sunday. Who's your best player? Yeah. Now, watch all of a sudden. They're going to turn around and hand that dude about 40 times. And Ellinger's going to run RPO quarterback power about 15 to 18 more yep. times. And when the first guy's open or, or closed or covered, he's going to take off and go take get off, you more man. yards. And then hopefully make some scrambles and plays. He's the 100%. He's not a pocket guy. and He's not going to beat you standing in there, and they're not going to throw it 50 times a game, I assure you, unless they're down 40, they still might not throw it that much. Right. So they're going to completely change the way they do things. What blows my mind, Segs, about this is oh, two weeks ago, Frank Reich was screaming to the high heavens about how Matt Ryan was fourth quarter, you got to ride right. with the hot hand, the guy's fantastic. Yep. Has been all year. And I'm telling you, overnight, uh, the shoulders bang, we're going to go with the Sam Ellinger the whole year. So Segs, I'm thinking, is this Ursay to Ballard, Ballard to Reich, make the change now. Matt Ryan's not helping us. This isn't good. It's not going to happen for us. Because remember how excited they were in giddy yeah. when they got him over Carson Wentz, as you mentioned, what they're paying. And now, I, hey, a lot of us thought, well, they got to be close to the favorite, the best quarterback in the, in the division until Trevor Lawrence is right. It's got to be Matt Ryan, right? Well, yeah. not so fast, my friend. So Listen, they're not a playoff team now. Now, Ellen Girl make you know he's got energy. sigs. you remember him at Texas. He'll, mm-hmm. But he's not going to be a guy that's going to carry it. They're going to have to change. And then Matt Ryan. I mean, then Frank Wright goes. I love him. The guy's a true pro. It's not his fault. Well, yeah, of course you're blaming it on him. Or he wouldn't yes, be benching his, his ass, right? Yes, of course it is. So this is a CYA. This ain't just Frank Wright calling up and saying I'm benching him. You guys okay, Chris? About this is a but three dudes standing around saying we're not very good. Let's find out what we got. Sam Ellinger. This we've seen the best of Matt Ryan.
0: And here's the worst part for the Colts is even with Sam Ellinger starting the last 11, 10 games, however many they have left. You, I think are going to win a few games that are, you could still get to seven wins. And the problem with that is, okay, now you're stuck. Now you still have no quarterback, in my opinion, because Sam Ellinger is not a starting quarterback in the nfl but now you could be picking 16th or 15th and now you don't have a shot unless you're going to give up even more draft capital after you've given up for wentz and ryan and others philip rivers remember they brought him in a few years ago like they are stuck in football hell in in indianapolis right now and they've been stuck in football hell since andrew luck up and retired right before the season i mean agree it might be set when you the think franchise about it,
1: back, Segs. Yeah, set the franchise back. Even though you have I mean, Rivers and Ryan, you hung around, but it set it back.
0: Their best quarterback since the retirement may be Jacoby Brissett. Uh, Philip Rivers was pretty good, but I mean, just the way everybody's played, it's just they're stuck and they're not playing bad enough to be first overall, but they're, they're not changing. good enough to make the playoffs. They lose in games that they should draft, win at the end of the purgatory. year. Yes, quarterback it,
1: purgatory. Quarterback, you're just sitting in the middle where you're like, I can't find the guy, that guy. I can find a guy, but I'm having trouble finding that guy because we're not, you know, and then we're down here and we need another lineman. So we draft that guy and hope that we can go grab another veteran. So what's next? You trading for Russ Wilson after they decide to get rid of him? Yeah. Right? It, and when he's just, at his worst and watch the same thing happen? Right.
0: They keep going after veterans that aren't working yet. And then at the same time, they're drafting quarterbacks like Sam Ellinger, like Jacob Eason, who never Eason, you know, right. saw the field. It's just, they're just stuck. Um, talking about another team who just kind of seems stuck in a different way, and that's injuries. The Los Angeles Chargers lose JC Jackson for the year. They Mike Williams is now out at least weeks, not days. So, I mean, it sounds like it could be three to four weeks, if not a little bit longer with an ankle. I mean, this team can't stay healthy. Keenan Allen has been out early this year. Justin Herbert, you know, we're used to Justin Herbert throwing the ball down the field, pushing the ball down the field, and that's where he has his success. Now, I think I saw the stat where he was second or third worst in the NFL in terms of yards per attempt. It was like three and a half. And this is Justin Herbert we're talking about. So I I don't know what's going on with the Chargers. I think Brandon Staley should be on the hot seat. You lose to... The 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 Seahawks who are playing well, give them credit. But it's still a team that you He's a should be. The bad game manager
1: too. Says. Yes, the so so manager.
0: I I don't know what the Chargers should be doing. I don't. I, I mean, it's just it's chaos They're there in L.A. right now. Yes. Uh, uh,
1: agreed. And Brandon Staley, when I say game manager, I'm talking about when to go for it, when not to go for it. Mm-hmm. Talk about a guy getting too cute. Yes. Good gracious, just stop it. You're not giving your team the best chance to win. And there's another guy. Who's a brilliant X's and O's guy? Yep. And I love his energy. But sometimes you know, I'm on the sidelines thinking, dude, McFly, what are you doing, McFly? Make Come up. on now. Yep. Right. Segs, so, you know what? Think about this. You want to talk about the biggest Groundhog Day com- uh, uh, conversation you and I have had the last six years? How many times have we said, oh, Derwin James is out? Oh, remember mm-hmm. when Hunter Henry played there? He was yep. there. every year, every, every year. friggin' year, it's three or four or five or six or seven guys. And then all of a sudden, we look at their talent. We're, say, when Melvin Ingram was there, and both loaded everywhere, right? This guy goes down. Then you lose this guy. And then they're scrambling around, and they just play well enough to tease you. And then they go get Herbert. They're like, whoa, look at this. I mean, it's constant. It's it's baffling. And here we are with a team that is a playoff-talented team that's going to have to fight and scratch and struggle to hang around Kansas city and be in the playoff. And they, yeah. I, I think they'll get in, but because they're quarterbacks spectacular enough, but say they just, it, it is so weird to me. I could hit the the perpetual rewind and just, and we'll same go again a treadmill. And we could have this conversation last year and the year before and the year before talent, but man underachieve, And here we are again, looking at the same thing and Herbert's going to have a lot of responsibility because he's a special talent, but, They can't seem to overcome that on a regular basis. And they kind of play down to competition. They do. Not disrespecting Seattle. I saw it here when they played Houston last year. They played down to competition. They don't know how to put your foot on the throat like a Kansas City or Buffalo does.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mentioned uh, Mike Williams out. They had Keenan Allen's been banged up. They lost Rayshawn Slater, one of the best young left tackles in football. They lost him for the year. And J. C. Jackson, their uh, big, uh, their me. big free agent signing from the Patriots. I don't just Who don't sign anybody from the Patriots benched, ever. Right. Yeah, he right. got benched, and right. then now he's out. And right. it's just don't sign anyone from the Patriots because if Bill Belichick is letting them walk, there's a reason. Like that's my only yeah, thing. It just sure I would seems never. Like it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. but yep. problem is Bill doesn't have much talent. And then awful news for the Jets: they lose Brees Hall to an a- ACL. Um, in the game where he was, you know, going off again, showing why, you know, he's one of two of the best rookie running backs, along with Damian Pierce there in Houston. Uh, he's been a monster, but then they did go trade for James Robinson, gave up a six right that away. will end up being, yep. yeah, will end up being a fifth um, from the Jags. So Jags getting more assets. They're not winning. They should. James Robinson is going to be a free agent. You don't sign James Robinson. If you're the Jaguars, get something for him. So uh, I like the move, and for he'll the Jets. help the Jets
1: too. Six. Yes, yeah, it's it's a veteran that, that, that has some game, and can keep your running game at least uh, respected and respectful yes. enough. And he and he can play. And I'm I'm sick to my stomach for Brees Hall. I don't like seeing anybody get hurt. Yep. But say he is such a gift. He was so good in college too, right? Home yep. run hitter, man alive! What a guy to lean on in the screen game, in the running. Game. You can do so many different things with him. What a, what a bummer setback for a guy who I think is a budding star in the league. Now he'll have to spend it, you know, rehabbing and doing his thing. But he was sure fun to watch for the first third of the season. Awesome, yes. awesome talent. Really uh, is.
0: Looking at college football, Clemson squeaks by Syracuse. What do you think of that game? I mean, officiating definitely had something to do with that, just like the yeah. USC-Utah game. Um, but Clemson stays undefeated.
1: It stuck out to me in will You win, you win. One is I told you about Club Nick and DJ. Mm-hmm. I, I just told you the say, kid, DJ gets the better. energy, the kid from Austin, that DJ's leash. I know Davo's sticking with him, but that leash isn't going to be long because you saw the energy change. DJ's mm-hmm. a good player. That Club Nick kid's a monster, and he's his feet, see how he buys time? It was, time just, it was just
0: like when Lawrence came in for, I, I I can't remember who the quarterback was.
1: The kid who transferred to, to Missouri. Yes. The quarterback um, that you transferred to Missouri. Oh, I can't think of his. I'll you figure it I'm out. Talk, but yeah. Yeah. I, yep. you, you, he it's that a,
0: same a, he, feeling watching that game right. when Trevor Lawrence came into that game. I remember because he threw an out to the left all the way across the field, and I texted. you. I was like, "Holy shit!" And you could just yeah, yeah, feel yeah, he, the that's buzz. Exactly in the state what you said,
1: right? With Clubnik, the quarterback as well. who was a good player. I mean, a really yeah. good player. I can't remember. He ended up transferring and starting for I think it was Missouri. It the was next Missouri. Year. It, was, it, was, it was right. So Segs and with Nick so that keep an eye on that situation. You know what's tr- crazy? Syracuse has it to have them dead to rights. I mean, yep. the big lead Clemson is what does what they do, but stu- two stupid penalties by Clemson that were the right call. The one regret, you know, down and hitting a guy out of bounds. Just, yep. Don't be dumb. Yeah, but then on stupid. a return game, they came back and Clemson hit the guy five yards out of bounds and didn't get a call. Yep. So I'm not saying it's the refs, but you can't, when you're playing good teams like that, you can't be, you can't have the self inflicted errors, but I was proud of Syracuse. I still don't think Clemson's going to be a Final Four team. I don't. Yeah. I, I, there's a loss somewhere in there, but I understand the the conference they're playing in. But Syracuse may have been their best go at this one. They had a chance and let it go.
0: Yeah, uh, it was Kelly Bryant, by the way. There you go, the quarterback. There you go. That and he did go
1: to Missouri, right? Yes, he, he did to Missouri, go to Missouri. Right. Uh,
0: anything else stand out from from the you know Oregon beats UCLA? Uh, I thought that Sticky was... sneaky team, um, Sigs.
1: Keep an yeah. eye on them.
0: They're coming back.
1: Listen, they are after that embarrassment against Georgia, Mm -hmm. right? Bo Nix has played out of his mind. Now, Here's the thing. They're going to have to – they're like eighth. Can they climb that many stars? Are they going to get enough help by not running the table because of one loss? Now, how impressive they're going to be the rest of the year. They're going to have to get help from somebody like Alabama or an SEC team losing. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to get Tennessee losing a game or Michigan-Ohio State. I mean, you can start to – I just don't see how you go from eight to four if these teams are still playing their best football. Does that make sense? Yes. Run the table in the Pac-12 you're in, SC or Oregon. You got losses. Nobody's got – I think the Pac-12's going to be in a chase mode the whole year's sakes, but keep an eye on them because they're really frigging good. They're going to get close if this keeps up.
0: What kills them is having Clemson undefeated and TCU yep. undefeated in front of them. That's exactly right. And that's what kills Oregon Excuse and the Pac-12. Because if
1: TCU stays undefeated, the Pac-12's got no chance among right. and the ACC as well. I already can lock in three teams that I feel like are gonna be there. The fourth one may be up for grabs, but in truth, uh the Pac-12 has to go undefeated. But Oregon's gonna look really good by running this because they look impressive the last seven or so weeks after that opening loss to Georgia.
0: Yeah. Uh later this week I want to run a, a chaos scenario by you because we've talked about it. Last year was supposedly gonna be the last year of the four teams. Then we go to twelve and that chaos kind of can go away. We'll, you know, we'll have a fun uh, set up of, of 12 teams in a playoff where I think we can actually get a good champion, um, each year, but the four I want last year, I want to see some chaos. I want to see some teams that, you know, shouldn't be in there, keep winning and, and, and make it hard on the committee one final time. So you got
1: a scenario, you got a scenario. Yeah.
0: So I'll, I'll throw that at you later this week as we get going more into it, but that will do it for this episode. As always, we're brought to you by bet online. He's Sean, I'm Adam. You can find everything at believe.com.